Thanks, Brad. It's really good to be uh, on the podcast and, and talking to you today. It's a privilege, mate. You're writing for it, you're calling it, so you're seeing it firsthand. Right now, my first question is, do you think Inverloch are that far ahead of the rest of the comp? They're looking like it right now. Yeah, I got to call them again on the weekend. I've called their last two games, obviously the win against the Dusties and then at Dalston on the weekend. To be quite honest, they were, I was sceptical of how they'd go this season, obviously losing you know the legend that is Ben Samalis. Coached about nine years. He was around for about 10 years and obviously took them to that premiership in 2017. So they're big shoes to fill, but Tom Hams and the team that put together have done an exceptional job. I've um, actually shocked me as someone who's played a lot of footy there, uh, how well they're doing. I think the team's just perfect. They've obviously got Tom, who's got plenty of experience both at Inverloch and then in uh, senior footy himself. They've got Lee Cole, and he's been outstanding on the bench. And then Lou Rankin, who stepped up as uh, co-captain as and assistant coach, uh, and he just leads by example really well. In terms of being far ahead, I, I think obviously Turidan were the same last year. They, I think they won a lot of their first 10. I'm not sure if they were even defeated in their first you know, 10 games, so they're very similar, but they, they were sort of crying out for a team to come and take that mantle last year. Phillip Island did did beat them, but it wasn't very convincing. I think this year, Inverloch have overtaken them. Wouldn't take the lid off just yet, but I think the sort of footy they're playing, that win against the Dusties, which was huge, it was a massive revenge game. They knocked them out uh, last year, and they just, like, it was an absolute clinic in switching the ball and changing angles. On a dry day, they're near impossible to get over. Uh, I think Dalston did really well on the weekend, taking it up to them, and it was dry conditions again for the first three quarters, but they're just it's just their fitness and composure for four quarters. It's like playing Collingwood. You have to play the whole game. Yeah, they've, when I look at the scores the last four weeks, they've just put sides to the uh, sword, really. 117 points, 89, 75, and then 68 again on the weekend against Dalston, who, let's be honest, with Dalston, their next month is pretty tough. They've got Garfield this week, but then they've got Phillip Island, Turidan, Nanagoon, and Coraline, and their wins have come against Killy Bass, Karambarabina, Bunyip, and Coraline, which was creditable win by 20 points. So how did you see that game on the weekend? You say that, Dalston, you didn't think they were too bad. No, I think I'm really keen to talk about this as well. And again, I mentioned it on the call. Probably my favourite thing about the West Gibby League, and it's improved in um, the last couple of years, that spot, that fifth and sixth spot, the final two spots for finals, they're up for grabs every single year. I don't think there's been a team that's had the sixth spot or the fifth spot every year for the last four years. I think it's always been a different side. So it's such a good thing. I've, I've talked to Brett Desari about it as well, I think, and it's awesome. I was talking to Andy Thomas, the Dalston president, on the weekend saying just that, I think. I said, mate, I, I, I know that the scores in the end on the weekend didn't really show it, but as we mentioned, it, it was only 32 points at three-quarter time, and Inverloch just put them to the sword in the last quarter because they're just that step above. But I said to Andy, mate, I truly believe you can fight for that sixth spot uh, and if things go well, the fifth spot, really, because it's really up for grabs. Like You, you look at the, the middle of the ladder, you've got Dalson are in fifth at the moment, you've got Warrigal, you know, they were embarrassed by Inverloch uh, the week before. Kilcunder Bass is in seventh. You've got Coraline, who they've defeated at home already. Nanagoon, obviously, they'll come a lot further than eighth. But there's teams like that, like Nanagoon, that I, I, decent, I really do think that the Magpies can take it up to. They were really dangerous up forward on the weekend against a defence from IK, who's probably some of the best we've seen. Like, their half-backs have just 
absolutely blitzing the competition. Uh, and they've got, you know, team of the year centre-half back in Michael Eels and some really good young players down there. But Daly were able to really take it up to them and put a lot of pressure on that defence. So that's really good. I think their midfield is really, really humming. I think, especially on the inside on the weekend, they, they try to play a game style, which I think a lot of sides will deploy against in block, trying to be aggressive, play on that edge, sort of put them off a bit. And for three quarters, it really worked. They did lose the game because they did cross that edge and they gave away three 50-metre penalties that really like, led straight to goals, which ended up being the difference, really. They were really close in the second quarter. They even took the lead. So the sort of footy they're playing, I think, as I mentioned, they can take it up to, I think, as high as teams like Nanagoon. I think the Phillip Island game will be closer than people think, uh, although they're in some sort of form. I think that their contest is really in the mid-table, and I think teams like Warrigal, they've already beaten Kilcannabas. Like I mentioned, Cooey up. I think next time they'll take it right up to them because they're, they're really inconsistent as well. Uh, and Coralin, they've got them back at home. They've already beaten them as well. So I think their best footy will see them finishing, yeah, around six. Wouldn't be surprised if it's fifth. I think a, f- a few things they could work on, uh, Inverloch really cut them up, obviously using that trademark switching, moving the ball. Uh, their backs were good, but I think uh, they need to they need to improve their composure a bit more, moving the footy out. Uh, they turned it over a lot between you know half halfway and um, they're attacking 50. And when you do that against the top teams, you, you just get you get cut up, especially in that last quarter. IK were just able to turn the ball over and run it straight back, and they were kicking the easiest of goals in that final term, which is probably Dalson's biggest challenge to run out games uh, competitively. Because for the first three quarters, they genuinely look like a team that can cause big upsets in finals. But that fourth quarter is so important, especially against teams at the top. I called that Coraline Nanagoon game on the weekend and we spoke to their coach, Sean Sparks, in the pregame for SEN. And he said that Dalston were probably the toughest opponent they've come up against uh, thus far. So it's going to be really interesting, as you say, around that fifth to eighth. Uh, Nanagoon, they're they are missing Trina Moore in the middle at the moment. They didn't have him on the week. They haven't. Pl- he hasn't played the last couple of weeks. So that's a big loss. Now, this week, Coraline take on Bunyip. Uh, I'd like to get your tips here. I would imagine we'll both be going Coraline here. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Uh, I think Bunyip are such a good club. I know a lot of decent people there. They were really competitive, um, particularly in the reserves the last couple of years. So it's, it's hard to see... You know, teams at the bottom, obviously, Canberra were the same last year, but happens in footy, and I think, you know, they're a strong enough club to get through it, but uh, the Cobras will be far too good, and I think, you know, the likes of Gardner will have a massive day. Yeah, we kicked his 600th last week. Uh, Garfield take on Dalston at home. I like Dalston there. That's huge, and as we mentioned, if Dalston are to really solidify themselves in that mid-table fight, they have to win games like this. Um, I'm not going to count the stars out completely, though. Their back six played really well. Their defensive structure's outstanding. I called their game against Nanaku, and they lost by 108 points, but their defense was great. They just have a fair few issues moving the ball consistently forward. Uh, but I've got Dalston in that one. And the other thing I was going to mention about the Magpies is that you really saw after you play them because they've got some massive bodies. and They're really good through the midfield. They make the game really contested. So I think they'll be far too good in that one. And that's the game they need to be winning. Inverloch Conwack at home to Karambara Beena. I think it's going to be a long day for the Giants. Yeah, and that, this is something as well that I found interesting. Last year, it was obviously IK weren't as good as they are now. Uh, and Karambara Beena were actually worse last season, uh, probably at this stage, with injuries. 
that they really took it up to them. And I, I don't know the exact scores from memory, but it was there was parts of the game there where the Giants really considered themselves in it. It was would have been less than 20 points um, at stages during the third quarter, and much like they did last week, they ended up running over the top. But it always seems to be a competitive game when the Giants come down the envelope, but uh, I don't think they're any match for them. I don't think they can get the win, um, and I think this time it might not be as close, but it would be great to see them really compete. But, yeah, Seagulls would be too good in that one. Phillip Island at home to Killy Bass. These two clubs have a great history together. They used to play the Easter Saturday game back in the day, and they were massive crowds, and I, I dare say this will be a big crowd too because Killy Bass sitting seventh. They need to win to get back in that top six. This will be a beauty. I'm going for the island at home. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a cracker. It's an, it's an old, historic, old and footy league rivalry. As you mentioned, they played the Easter Saturday and just got thousands of people there. They don't really like each other, which is another really good part of it. Credit to Lee Rowe, though. He's really got his side back in it. Granted, they haven't played the best of opponents the last couple of weeks, but they were after that loss to Dalson, they were really in trouble, um, you could say. But they've got Taylor Gibson back, who mm. I reckon's a real sniff at finishing in the top five in the goal king. He's, he's a star. They've got a few mids back as well, but with the form of the old... <laughs> Call them old, but that's all right. They won't mind the old fellas like Kimber and Patterson. And the form that they're in, you know, they're putting them anywhere through the ground. I think Ireland will just get over them, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's a close one. Yeah, Brendan Kimber had a few weeks off. He was crook, comes back last week and kicks a lazy five, does it on the bit. Turridan Dalmore at home to Cooey Rap, and I like Turridan Dalmore here. Yeah, the, the Demons have been really inconsistent after that massive win in Darlston. Um, I, I expected a lot more from them. Um, but, yeah, you'd think that, that Turret and Delmore would be too good there. They, they really need to start stringing some dominant wins together, I think, to get that form up. They don't play in Block Comic for a while, which is a little disappointing because everyone's just hanging for it right now. But I think they'll get the chocolates in that one. And the last game of the round, probably the game of the round, the um, Warrigal Industrials, who right now are sitting sixth, they take on, now this should be an absolute ripper, they take on Nana Goon sitting eighth, and they need to win this one, Nana Goon, after that loss, after leading most of the day last week. But I'm going to tip... No, no, Goon away. I reckon they'll get up. I think Amore will be back, and I'm going to go the Goon over the Dusties. Yeah, that, that draw at Phillip Island has really cost them in the mm. early part of the season, the Goon. Just sitting eighth at two, three, and one. So no one really expected that. They have they have had a tough-ish start to the season, obviously playing their season over at Inverloch, uh, probably as unlucky as you can get. But it's just going to be massive. Like I really like both teams. I think they'll... You know, you tip them to finish around the fourth, fifth region. Uh, I think it's it's good to see. Uh, I think Dermot Yorney returned last week. Yeah, played well, kicked uh, six. Yeah. yeah, so he was obviously top three last year in the Golging. He's he's a he's a star. That forward line up called Nanagoon, as I mentioned before, it's just like you've got so many options down there. So they really put the Dusties under pressure. And we saw if if they're able to do that like Inverloch did, then Goon's forward line is probably even better than IK's. That's uh, probably one place they've got them. But oh, Warrigal at home. Not easy either. They get great support. It's much like you're playing against them and their fans at times. But I think the the desperation that the goon will bring will really help them and, and they'll get over the line. I think it will be within 10 points though. Yeah, it's a toss of the coin for me. I've just gone the goon because they're coming off a loss and I just think they might be pretty angry during the week and they'll be ready to go. Hey, uh, Aiden Box from the Sentinel Times and West Gippsland TV, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for having me, Brad. I really enjoyed it, mate. Happy to be on any time and 
really happy to see the West Gippie Footy Netball League in such good nick at the moment. Success through service. Alex Scott and staff is a major supporter of the local community across Gippsland through sporting clubs, schools and community groups. With over 130 years of experience, Alex Scott and staff has a proud reputation for integrity, honesty and service to all their clients. Whether you're selling or leasing your property or looking for livestock advice and support, you can trust Alex Scott and staff with offices right across Gippsland. Check out our website, alexscott.com.au for your nearest office. Wow, your new house has luxury everything. Stone benches, quality flooring, colour bond roof. You must have splurged. We didn't have to. With Fairhaven Homes, luxury is built in, so all the best finishes are included. Oh, what's the catch? There isn't one. When you build a home with Fairhaven Homes, there are no hidden surprises, just quality. See for yourself at fairhavenhomes.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Visit the website for details. CDBU 48497.